As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Truth Seeker and or its affiliates are not responsible for any strange phenomena that may occur during or after listening to this podcast, which may include the following. Heightened senses of awareness, psychic abilities, UFO sightings, alien contact, time loss, out-of-body experiences, ringing in the ears, ESP, lucid dreaming, increased synchronicities, astral projection, telepathy, stronger intuition, levitation, miraculous healings, and or remote viewing. Please be advised to listen at your own discretion. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Truth Seeker. This is the Truth Seeker Podcast. Welcome. I'm excited and delighted to be with you guys here for another amazing episode, man. We cover all things spiritual. It's going to be good. I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who's holding us down in the chat, in the live stream right now on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, no matter where you're listening, where you're watching at, man. Thank you for, for being a part of the community. You guys are awesome. 
Um, also, I have to thank the patrons, all of the supporters on Patreon, man. You guys help bring this to the masses as well. You guys are co-creators. Could not do this without you. Thank you so much from a, the bottom of my heart as well. And we're going to give a shout out to some of the latest patrons within the last week or so, man. Shout out to Daryl Johnson. Thank you for coming on, Daryl. Thank you, Christy Johnson, for coming on as well. Uh, Stardust, Brett Stacy, and that's Weird Ziggy. If you guys would like to support, head on over to patreon.com backslash truthseeker. There you get access to my entire discography of music. There's a bunch of unreleased stuff there, stuff that's uh, not in circulation anymore, and brand new music that's coming out as well. Uh, for those of you who have been paying attention, uh, two days ago I dropped a video for a brand new song that was shot in Monument Valley, Utah uh, for the song uh, Whispers from Eternity. So that video is up and been getting so much feedback on that track and on that video, man. Thank you guys for watching and for sharing and all that good stuff. Um, I definitely feel like it's needed. The you know the, the album is, is almost completed and I usually have this expectation that it's ready to uh, to be birthed into uh, uh, creation and and for people you know when the when people need it I felt that way on every album and wasn't feeling that way until the last couple weeks and uh, the way things are going in the world and and hope and bliss and healing and creativity and awe and wonder all of that which you guys get from my music is in this new album so I'm excited to release it white magic is on the way and the new video is out so make sure you guys check that out. Um, if you'd like to support, again, go to uh, the Patreon. There's so much stuff there. Our Thursday night, School of the Mystics. Uh, we do breath work and meditation on Sunday mornings and a bunch of really cool stuff. We've got uh, programs that are launching. We've also got um, uh, the, the Path of the Healer. We've got retreats, bunch of really cool stuff. So check it out at the Patreon and truthseeker.com. You can go there to find all of my stuff. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring on today's guest. I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited for this conversation. There's, I've already seen a bunch of people in chat saying that they did not see this collaboration coming and they're so excited to, to, uh, to, to tune in, tap in with this man. So my guest today is Elena Denon. Elena, welcome to the Truth Seeker Podcast, my friend. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Very cool. <laughs> Good to have you. So I've been I've been checking out your work for a couple of weeks now. I just found your your YouTube channel and listening to a lot of your interviews and and some of the uh, videos that you've been bringing to the table. Uh, really impressed and and thank you for everything that you're doing for humanity and owning your message. And I just knew I had to had to get you on here. Thanks for for saying yes to the opportunity. My pleasure and honor. <laughs> awesome. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into your story a little bit and uh, and 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 share what you bring to the table and you know where you started and where you're at now and uh, and I've been listening to a lot of your stuff so I'm excited to really dive into it and share with my audience. Um, so you're in you're in Ireland, is that correct? Yes, yes, I'm in Ireland. Yes. Awesome. What time is it there now? It's one five past one in the morning. Oh wow, <laughs> late late night early morning one for for you awesome well yeah thank you thank you so much for doing this no problem my pleasure you know the all the the abductees never sleep at night that's mm. a pattern so nice nice <laughs> we skip um, the nights <laughs> burning burning the midnight oil for sure and I, i've noticed that you know when when we 
talk about these subjects. I usually go live at 10 a.m. and we, we get some people, but when we're going live at night, everyone tunes in. It's like when we're talking about these subjects, this is when people are, are ready to tap in and it's uh, something about the night, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, the, the night, it's the moment when magic happens. That's it. 3.33 uh, a.m. and three in the morning, the witching hour all that, the fourth watch, if you will. Um, want to unpack your story a little bit. You you have a lot that you bring to the table, a lot that you do right now. But if you can, let's do this before we before we unpack and go back to the beginning. Just introduce yourself to people who don't know who you are, people who may be new to your uh, work from my channel. Just kind of give an overview, who you are, what you bring to the table. We'll start there. Well, um, hi, every hi, everyone. Um, Everyone knows, knows me in general by my abduction stories. I've been abducted by gray alien from the Zeta, the small Zeta, at the age of nine uh, and rescued in the process by Nordics, uh, Nordic aliens. So that's my whole story. And I kept contact with the Nordic aliens. So that's what is happening in my life. And I share with everyone. Um, but then, who am I? <laughs> I'm not only an um, abductee and contactee, I'm an archaeologist, and I'm also a druidess, a shaman, um, and uh, that's who I am, but archaeologist of profession. And uh, so, um, here am I. Mm -hmm. And so, um, can you talk a little bit about your, the first experiences and the first memories that you, you've had with, with the Alien Grace? Yes, so uh, the first memory I had with Alien Greys uh, was actually before my abduction uh, story. Um, it was uh, when I was a toddler, uh, small grey aliens appeared in my bedroom, and uh, but they were different. They were not the Zeta, they were nice ones. They took me on board a ship. They beamed me, and I—I I remember I was a toddler. I—I I couldn't speak yet. I hadn't yet de developed the ability to speak, so couldn't share this. Only scream, <laughs> and uh, so they took me on board a ship, um, and there I was taken care of by a tall being who wasn't a gray. He was an agaroth. It looks like gray this species but they have brown skin and blue eyes and they're very nice and he was taking care of me and of my bloodline so he just checked me out and uh, he was filled with love and attention and just checking me out and bringing me back and that was my the first contact i remembered and the next one was the jump at nine years old a ter terrible uh, story and how, how were those experiences? Was you, something appeared to you in the middle of the night when, when the greys appeared? When I was a toddler or when I was when nine? When you were nine. When I was nine. Yes. Yeah, so um, there was a UFO sighting just before uh, in the evening. Uh, a ship came and uh, it was uh, glowing orange and went over the house and stayed over there before disappearing in a zigzag. And it was very um disturbing of course um, and my grandmother was there my younger sister was was there 
so there were witnesses and uh, my my granny knew because she she was an abductee as well i discovered that later on she says oh that's people from other planets and uh, i went what there are people on other planets and um, she said yes and look it changed in color it means it's going to go and it did change color and it went and that night uh there was a beam of light in my bedroom and gray small gray aliens there were three they uh, appeared in the beam of light and they took me and they they brought me with them up through the roof and uh i can really spend detail and detail describe describing this this thing but uh, they took me on board the ship their ship so they these ones were zeta uh, they call themselves xrog <laughs> and um, the nasty little things they were synthetics these ones because they clone themselves well, they are cloned by other greys and uh, these were these were the workers so they were having very mechanic uh, moves and gestures and tasks so they yeah they did did horrible things to me i was a little girl and uh, during this this process um the ship was hacked by another ship and it was really terrifying um there was a fight two tall men in in um, spacesuit with helmets beamed and enter enter this room explode the door well it, it didn't explode the door disintegrated in dust and they came in and it was dust everywhere and shouting and they were shooting as well uh, with little instruments to the grades it was very quick it was done in seconds um the three grades three or four i don't remember uh the three yeah three or four they they just were shot and uh their captain who was a biological entity uh one of the men strangled him and i could have shot him but it was a pleasure for him to strangle him i knew later that this team as many other team teams many other crews um, rescue a lot of people especially children so they were tired seeing children treated like that um these teams belong to the <clears throat> sorry the galactic federation of worlds and that's their task there are many of them they do that they've been doing that a lot they, they, they can't rescue everyone but they do their best so i was one of these lucky kids to be rescued um brought on board the ship of the these nordic beings taken care of healed and brought back home and uh, they kept contact with me wow that's the story that's amazing um yeah how long how long did did this ordeal take because you know time is very strange in 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 uh you know many of these situations so, uh, for many people we hear about almost lifetimes happening in the blink of an eye um was it w were you gone a while or was this something that happened really quick in the span of, of of a night do you know how long it lasted i think it lasted the whole night because i remember when i was taken i was just starting to fall asleep i was just in bed for a short while and when uh, they brought me back well i woke up 
in, in, there was this flash of light and I woke up in my bed and it was the morning. So I suppose uh, it happened all through the night and the time would correspond because this has taken a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the waking up wasn't uh, fun because I had tremendous abdominal pain and there was blood all over the bed. And uh, coming from my stomach. And um, I had uh, triangular marks on my uh, inside of my wrists also. That was due to the, the, the small grays putting straps uh, around my wrist to in, inject a product to me, to make me numb and uh, paralyze, you know. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And the uh, Nordics, it that's not the same thing as the Palladians, is it? So that's the thing. Under the denomination Nordics, there are so many races that enter this. Uh, um, two of them were from the Pleiades. Uh, uh, one of them from, was from Sirius B and another from Epsilon Eridani. And they were all blonde people so um, Nordics doesn't mean especially Pleiadians it can be uh, people from all destinations I've named can be from the Centaurian systems can be Altair can be Aldebaran can be many places so you know um, yeah okay um, how did they um keep contact with you and begin to teach you like once once you were back in your home how did they come back and and um what what uh, age were you when 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 they resumed this this contact and teaching uh, i think i was 12. okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember something happening at 12. I had a contact. But the real, what I remember better, it was at the age of um, 14. It was every two years. It was very interesting. Uh, 14, 16, 18, 21. It was very interesting, the pattern. Um, at the age of 14, uh, the blonde lady um, the, from Sirius B, uh, the, the lady beamed into my room. Uh, this was very scary uh, because she was scary in her face. That's because of her, 
of her, the memory of her face, that I I I blanked everything. I didn't want to mm. know about that because it terrified me. And I did a drawing at that that time. Uh, and this drawing, I couldn't open the notebook because I've written everything. I couldn't even approach the notebook because I knew this portrait was in it and it wasn't unraveling everything else. She came in and she she showed me uh, things through a through the wall. It, the wall became like a screen and she showed me Area 51. She showed me a lot of things um, and she went. Then I had another contact, um, Thorhan, the ship captain, uh, with whom I kept contacts until now. Uh, he beamed once, uh, just to sh to say that he he was taking care of me. Don't worry, we're here for you. And oh, he was back um, at the age of I think it was fourteen. Yes, or also or sixteen. It's difficult to remember the ages. Um, I was taken on board the ship, and that was that was good fun because uh, um, they showed me things. They showed me they just want to spend time with me and enjoy being with me. And uh, they showed me a map of the stars. It was a holographic map, like a dome on table, and showed me all the little uh, dots. That's a, that's civilizations, and they gave me names. Um, this map I could recompose it, and it's in my book. So we know. Um, they they made me sit in the the pilot seat and showed me the controls. It, it was good fun, and they did that two or three times. Um, then they yeah they they went. There was I can't remember everything. They they went uh, they went away. They went away. There was a war in Epsilon Eridani. The system was invaded by I don't know. They said they needed to go and serve in a war there in the Epsilon Eridani system because there was problems. So I don't know what it was. And they came back uh, very, very years later, years later. But something very interesting happened. I was 21. I was in, in an art school in Paris. And uh, they activated uh, telepathic communication uh, because I have an implant somewhere in my head and they activated it. And uh, it was very frightening, very impressive because suddenly I felt the buzz, the click, like if a nail was put through it and the click and, um, and like when you search for radio frequency, you have all these weird sounds and then clear and then Thorhan voice in my head clear as if i have i had uh headphones you know mm. absolutely cl even clearer say don't worry we're just doing some adjustment I went, <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah that had to be that had to be strange and since the implant yeah scary exciting because i'm trying to like you know I, I i mean it's something that we study the you know the whole uh, telepathic communication but and I've had some of that as well. When you see a ship, there's like downloads and thoughts that come directly to you. Um, but I've never heard it like that, almost like you have headphones on. Um, do you think that that's something? Is that something that is universal to, to have an implant to have telepathic communication? Or can they just send thoughts 
to you uh, from the ships and things like that? They can send th th thoughts to you if you already have a physical con contact because it's, it's, it's quantum, you know, um, quantum uh, resonance. You need, you need uh, to have a, a contact with them uh, because I don't advise... Oh, that's that's a thing. I'm I'm um, I'm really uh, worried about people who just want to contact extraterrestrials and they wait for contact and they finally hear stuff. Or but it's like ninety five percent of the time it's parasites and AI and because it's war and there are predators. So many predators and women. So if you don't have a, if I, I, that, I say to people who are listening. If you don't have a contact already uh, without you looking for it, don't don't look for it, don't search. Wait that this war is over, maybe later, but now the moment, be safe. Um, do not try to channeling. Uh, if you have already contact with your guides or you have uh, galactic uh, relatives who are already in contact with you, that's brilliant. But if you don't have any galactic contact, a galactic family, any guides uh, already, which is a natural connection, natural channel, if you don't have that, don't try it. That's mm. safety. Could there be um, people who are being led, people who are being watched over and protected by um, ETs and, and guides, but but they don't know it. They've not had this interaction, almost like they're just off world watching over us kind of thing. And they haven't really made yes. their presence known. Does that happen? Oh, yes. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. There are a lot of people. Well, anyway, uh, all the star seeds are looked, at, looked after. All of them. So uh, at the moment you incarnate uh, from another world with a mission here, you're not on your own. You're not dropped there on your own. You have a team. You have your relatives or your colleagues who just look after you and just you know, take care that the mission is fulfilled. If you are an incarnated soul from somewhere else, you are never, you're not alone, not alone. So there's a connection somewhere that you can find within yourself. Yeah. Nobody can activate it for you. You have it. You just need to go within and connect with yourself. That's what I uh, preach all the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and for, for some people, it, it may not be ETs. It may be uh, ancestors or ascended masters and things like that. For I think for a lot of people, we tie it all in. It's all the same thing. But there, you, you would say there's a difference and a distinction between this, right? Yes, yes. Um, you can have, you, it, it's not all the time ETs. It can be exactly your, your ancestors or spiritual masters uh, who to whom you have had a link in a previous life, for instance, and who continue to teach you or to protect you, to work with you. Um, there is always a bond somewhere. Uh, and uh, so, yes, that, that even for that, the connection is made by within. Connecting with yourself. That's the key to everything, every connection. So if you are... Um, that you... That's an interesting point because that when you are of the earth matrix, you're not a star seed, you're 
this earth matrix, soul matrix. You have guides, which are spirits of this soul matrix, higher beings of this earth matrix, but also ancestors of your soul. It's your earth family. Like some have a galactic family. Well, some have an earth soul family. But also, no, we're talking about the soul family, either from earth matrix or either from another world soul matrix. That's something. That's the soul. Now, this body. This body has a DNA, has a bloodline, has a history, and this is linked with blood ancestors. And their spirit is imbued in your DNA. So you have not only your spirit ancestors of the soul of this planet, but when you are from here, but that you are from here or from the stars, this avatar has a history has spirits attached, which are the ancestors of this bloodline. It's in the DNA. So you can also connect with them, the ancestors of this bloodline. And it always goes by the same meditation and attuning with the body and the blood. And that, that's more shamanic work, mm -hmm. connecting with the, the tree, the shamanic tree, because the shamanic tree is the DNA. So that's a, a shamanic work more. Um, rather than a spiritual connection. Um, and and you, you've been you've been trained in the uh, shamanic traditions with the uh, the the uh, druids as well, correct? Yes, yes, yes. I've been I've been trained in two different shamanic connection uh, traditions, which are same methods, same things. Um, the druid, the Celtic one, and which is the druid way and the norse norse sami because my the bloodline of this body <laughs> is from the the baltic sea the island of gotland and it it comes from a, a line of shamanic uh, shaman women of uh, volva so my granny taught me that uh, and she continued teaching me after she passed the other world wow. it was great um yeah so the uh, that path yeah. and as well as Egyptian magic as well, correct? You were trained in that? Yes, that's another thing as well. Um, yeah, I have had two lives, two uh, lives in Egypt previously, uh, two incarnations in the past. But it turned out that as my work of our, as an archaeologist, uh, I got to work in Egypt eight yeah. years and buckle the cycle, you know, cycles finish the cycle um and that's how i already had a connection with egypt by reincarnation process by the soul journey not the blood journey the soul journey and um i qualified uh into uh egyptian magic as a degree um especially uh, i did a degree on the rituals in the temples of the new kingdom uh, in, in Egypt. Um, and when I was there, as a psychic person, I totally felt the magic was still present. And I just, it reconnected me to a dimension of, of myself at the time, uh, because it was before studying Druidry and Shamanism. It was, I was younger. It reconnected me with the dimension of the spirituality and that reopened the door by an, ex an, an unexpected way because I got to work in Dendera, 
and Dendera Temple, which is uh, the temple of the goddess Athor. Um, and uh, director of research there with whom I worked um, was a very magical person and uh, very knowledgeable. And she was um, a priestess. Well, she not officially, because, you know, in the scientific uh, field, we do not talk about these things. But she initiated me. She initiated me. And uh, I, I had three missions there and it was really, she was taking me by the hand, get down the scaffolding and come here and show you something. And she was telling me all about everything. And she, uh, and she initiated me, uh, there was uh, something quite magical that happened. So that's how I got into Egyptian magic. Mm. Yeah. Very, very interesting. I'm, I'm interested in that as well. Egyptian magic and, and even the, uh, the uh, Druids and shamanism and things like that. Now, with these, with these two traditions, and we can just focus on one at a time, just whatever, but um, do they have stories of the star people as well? Yes. It's very encoded. Or the Egyptian, it's obvious. Um, the, the shamanic traditions it would be the gods, the, the inhabitants of the heavens. Uh, that would be it. But it, it's not very documented. Uh, the Dana, who are uh, a magical people, where I live, uh, and had supernatural powers, so that uh, really makes us think about ancient continent sinking and stories like this. Mm -hmm. That's though as far as we can get. The Egypt, that's another story. There are traces everywhere of the star people, and especially in ancient texts, the text of the pyramids, the time of the pyramids, which are older than, than we think we know. Um, there before the sun religion in Egypt, it was the star religion. Um, um, there are texts in, I think it's in Abuzir, um, of in the Queen Pyramid text, the only text we have in pyramids. And this de depicts the stories of the gods before um, the whole story of Osiris and Isis and older ones the older ones so it tells basically a story that the gods were ruling upon the land of egypt and there was a council of nine nine gods and um one day the god that was at their head ra decided he was too old too tired and he had enough and it's written and he wanted to and he decided to go back home in Sahu. Sahu is Orion. Decide to go back home in Orion. And that, if it's not written <laughs> black and white, I don't know what you need else. Um, that was quite impressive to discover that. Um, and then he decided to leave the, the land to successors. That's the whole story of Osiris and Seth, but we won't go there. It's a long story, but yeah, that's one proof. Um, that's 
to me that's that's what's mind blowing yeah mm-hmm. um in every every um uh, tradition the babylonians i mean everybody the native americans talk about the zulu nations those from heaven who came to earth and uh even you know ishtar um uh, comes down in an egg into the rivers euphrates and, and these these beings that that come from from heaven yeah. um some people would say that you know that these might not be uh nice entities i mean you had some some interaction with with beings that seem to be malevolent um how how can we trust uh religious text or other people's ufo experiences could there be something nefarious at hand but you know at the at the time it seems something nice something fun but it's, there's really something sinister at play it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. When you say, how can we trust religious text? I would say, take the texts and remove the religion out of it, and then you see what's left. Yeah. Uh, because when it's religious text, it has an agenda, and uh, remove it. Uh, see all the facts and try to see them as a hist- an historian and decode them. I mean, Enoch, Ezekiel, uh, wow, the angels, you know, and and, and even uh, Moses on his mountain with this big light coming down and this voice talking from, I mean, there's so many, yeah. so many stories, you know, in the ancient Christian text. Um, but they are everywhere around the world. We find all the cultures, all the cultures, testimonies. Now, Mesopotamia and Sumer, uh, that's something, that's with the Anunnaki, and that's very interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, these, um, these legends, these, these, this has perdured in the legends in all the countries around in the area, and Egypt has, has some because they, you know, the Egyptian civilization, it just appeared. Of course, there's a prehistoric uh, period uh, where you have the Nagata culture with very primitive, but then you do not have an evolution. Then suddenly it jumps. And it really makes me uh, think about uh, the movie 10,000 BC. It's exactly the difference. You have people who live like tribal way. And then suddenly they discover a very highly evolved civilization, very much looks like Egypt. 
And uh, I recommend to watch this movie, 10,000 BC. It's interesting. Um, and I think they, they talk about Orion. They, they employ even the name Ruanna, which is an Anunnaki name. And that has been transformed in Orion in the language. That's the only constellation in the sky that has an alien name. Orion comes from Uruanna. Um, so I don't know. I got lost in my... No, I, I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> I am. Um, whenever whenever <laughs> people are stargazing, right? Um, and just the beauty. A lot of people feel a certain pull and a certain connection with a constellation. Could there be something to that? Can they be from that constellation? Totally, totally, totally. I, I advise people, how can I know where I come from? First, I say, connect in yourself. And if it's too difficult, go out by a <laughs> clear night and just relax and just see what constellation appeals to you and what star in this constellation. Yeah. You will know you have a compass in your soul. Yep. Where's home? You, you'll know, you'll know. And it's even better if you don't know the name of the constellation because you are not, uh, you know, um, mis misled. So yeah. it's better not knowing the names and just go by instinct. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's here. And then you look up, you're going, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. awesome. Okay. Um, I want to let everybody know that we are going to open up the phone lines if anyone has a question for um Elena or myself, you guys can call in. The number is 515-605-9776. We do have time for a few callers here. So uh, make sure you guys call in and um, or ask questions in chat either way, and we'll try to translate those over. Um, so the um, stargazing and, and feeling connected to a constellation. And now what about the the ce5 initiative you sounded like you were a little uh leery of people trying to make contact under the night night sky because a lot of times when you stargaze and you start seeing stuff things will appear yes. stars will open up and unfold like there's a lot of crazy things happening when you when you're connecting and you're opening like that but but you said for right now we might not want to want to be doing that it depends. Um, CE5, I find it uh, very, very good, uh, very nice and uh, fascinating, exciting. But the thing is, um, the whole point of CE5 is to raise your frequency, to put yourself in such a state that you raise your frequency and then you're able to see what is at the same higher frequency. Yeah. So you, you raise your frequency to go and see that. That's safe because you wow. raise your frequency. Thank you for but saying that. But if you that. just Thank stay you. there, that's super important. If you just stay there and if you have alcohol that lowers your frequency or you smoke something that lowers your frequency or you're a bit in angry mood or whatever or skeptical or you won't raise your frequency and you will request for contact, you may have a contact, but it may not be something of a high frequency maybe something that's not uh good because yeah. when you request contact you consent you give your consent and you never know be very careful uh, what you ask so i would suggest c5 perfect lovely great but do it well really respect the rules do it well 
and raise your frequency. That's the condition to do it safely, I would say. Awesome. Um, I know early on for contact, we need to see something. We need to see lights. We need to see ships come down low. There's a lot of stuff that, wow, you know, eventually you don't need those things. You know, you can tell when they're there. They could be cloaked in those. And, but because you have a connection, you know. Um, for you, do you still see a lot of things over the years? Are you still seeing ships and things moving? Do they still uh, show up physically for you? Or is it something that you're able to, and, and you know, uh, download by channeling and just communicate telepathically? Or are you still seeing things in, in the sky? I still see things. Uh, the thing is, um, you need to be patient and you need to just watch and be open and be okay if you don't see anything. Um, you you always see something if you have the patience and you see. The thing is, you will see a ship that will pass there by chance. It will always be by chance because they, you know, and it, you know it's war. They're very busy and they are certainly not going to reroute a ship just to make you happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know the. And it's like, I want to see a plane. I want to see a plane. And uh, okay, plane pilot, let's change routes and pass above this this person to make him happy. But the same thing with aliens. They're not going to do that. If you see ships, it's like by chance. Oh my God, just one was passing there by chance. That's how it happens. But you need to, you, I, I swear, if you just sit and be patient and be, the more you raise your frequency, the more you see them. Yeah. Uh, you see stuff because you know when they cloak, most of them they cloak in a higher frequency, in a range that normally you can't see it. But if you develop, you know, you raise, you see them. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Because at first I was like, uh oh, she doesn't like CE five, you know, kind of. But I'm glad you explained it. Awesome. Thank you so much. We do have uh, some callers on the line. Uh, Joshua Gothic Mystic, are you there? Do we have um, some people wanting to come on? Any questions? Yep, we got uh, Jim coming on and uh, on and holding, and he's asking a question regarding the pyramid. So I'll, I'll bring him on here. All right. Jim, are you there? Yeah, this is Jim Gerard. Hey, brother. All right, you're on the line. Go ahead and ask your question. Yeah, my question is, Hi, are the pyramids about to go back online? I, 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 I don't understand your question. Are the pyramids? Are the pyramids Could you repeat about it, please? To go back online. Online. As far as I power, I don't understand. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, uh, as far as the uh, the uh, theories that um, you know the pyramids were used as power conductors and even to um, to channel energy and beings and things like that. So he's wanting to know: Are the pyramids gonna gonna power back up again? Uh, I don't know. So, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, Jim, th Jim, thanks for the call, man. I did get your email today and saw your latest interview, man. Keep up the good work. It's good to, good to speak with you. All right, thanks. All right, brother. Yeah, nice talking. Thank <laughs> thanks for the call. Yeah. yeah, so 
you know, there's the, the idea that the pyramids were, I mean, there's so many, right, theories, but that um, they were gateways to, to channel beings or portals to the stars, even at one point, even how the, the three pyramids are in line with Orion, Orion and things like that. Have you done any, any study and any research on that? Not on the pyramid, not at the, the time, uh, information by my, my friends, I would say. Um, yeah, the pyramids were uh, acting as regenerators and portals also, uh, but they were deactivated and now they are just empty structures, empty monuments. At the time where there was an older civilization there, they were using um, the pyramids as generators. Yeah, the, that was active, but uh, now the, the civilization is not here anymore and it's been deactivated. So we would need to find this technology again. Well, I think that we have the technology. And I think the, the question this person was asking was um, a very good question because I think we will probably reactivate them because that was, the, you know, that's the the, the power that harvests free energy from the void the pyramids so i think yes we're going to uh, rediscover things in the near future awesome yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting too i know you know a lot of people believe that the tower of babel was some type of pyramid and and something that was used as a jump room or to channel energy um babel bab I believe means gateway and L is God. So the gateway mm -hmm. of the gods, a portal for the beings to travel back and forth. Very interesting. That's very, very interesting. Yes, very interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, when, when it comes to um, channeling and, and receiving information and things like that, how, how does that work? And specifically, how did it start? for you because I love those Genesis stories like when the first hello kind of experience how, how does that work for you well um, channeling I used to do channeling when I was a teenager and I was discovering my psychic abilities but it ended up very badly um, because I didn't know I needed to be protected to do that and I didn't know uh, I shouldn't have done that uh, without being contacted first. And um, so it happened badly. Um, the thing with channeling, what is channeling? Is allowing a being to come into your body, maybe totally or half, and speak through you. So that may be extremely risky um i i can do channeling i choose not to uh, i've done it a little bit because i was um asked by a friend of mine to do a show and uh, do that but um that stopped because it wasn't wasn't good um well i can channel i could channel everything but i give you my example um i choose to channel only safe 
my my guides or my friend et friends who are in contact with me by the implant or by telepathy nothing else because you need to do that very protected i'm very protected i know how to draw magical protections around me i have super good ones so that means i can do that safely but now there are so many people who want to channel and they don't know anything about it. So they just say, oh, I want to channel uh, Jesus or Ashtar or <laughs> then you have an AI passing or a dark entity. Oh, yes, sure. Boom. <laughs> I am Ashtar. I am Jesus. <laughs> I am thing that. Yeah. And that's not them. That's not them. <laughs> if you th That goes back to my starting point. If you don't have a natural connection with your personal guides or your family from earth or stars you know if that ha doesn't happen naturally don't do it because it's really in, it's possession it's possession and mm. if, you know there's i don't recommend that if you're not doing that naturally from the start you know don't play with fire yes yeah um now you do one-on-one -on -one sessions and, and healing and things like that are you are do you ever uh oh no, you you don't no no i don't anymore okay you did i was gonna ask did I you did, i did yes did you ever uh have anybody who um may have been possessed if you will from channeling they opened themselves up and something kind of hung around longer than it should have yes it has happened once um i know also other persons who do channeling and um are really hacked by uh dark entities and ai um when that happens i just raise my protection even faster uh stronger and i i send protection to the person and that triggers the entity they hate receiving light so i put a protection around the, the person a gate of light to raise the frequency of this person and the entity leaves because they can't stand that um yeah that's you need to keep very grounded very grounded and very strong and sure of yourself to do these things i've kicked demons i've kicked bad entities i know how to do that uh but that I've learned it, you know, I've learned lessons and I've learned how to do that. And, but uh, yeah, it's, um, it's tough. It's a predator world. The psychic world is predators mm. everywhere. Be very, very careful from downstairs, from upstairs, from everywhere, all realms. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's almost like you get to feel intentions as well when you, when you're yeah. tapped into that psychic realm and you can feel motives if you will and uh, it could be very very heavy yes you know these entities these predator entities uh, these parasites they have ego ego they have a big ego so that you see that's a really something that tells me straight away when a person uh has difficulty to 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 express herself or himself and put this entity above everything and 
he said this or he said that and blah 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 and obsessed by this entity and and that's all about ego and people really lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Putting the entity forward that the entity is going to give messages. But that becomes like super important uh, and people will build uh, social medias around it and the entity will e ego will grow and nourish itself from all the love and the attention of everyone nourish themselves by all the links this entity will wave it's like a spider web you know and that's super creepy when you see beyond this realm mm -hmm. when you see all these things you go what the hell wow i wish people would see that but try to explain that it's very difficult yeah. you know um wow. difficult because when when i start to talk about these things um i don't want to name people or to because these people are victims And it's not their fault. I always say, don't shoot the messenger. You know, see where it comes from. Don't shoot the messenger. You know, these entities um, would try, and they have, they try to attack me. If I try to uncover them, they try to attack me. And I know I, I know they come and they bounce off my protections. And I go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well tried, but no. You know, and they, they, they You know, it's quantum link. They, they come and they, they connect with you wherever you are. It's very creepy. Wow. But that's reality. Well, and uh, and if you're, you know, doing the good work, right, there's a, you know, as far as raising your level of vibration, for the most part, you don't have to deal with a lot of the low-hanging fruit, if you will, because there's a level that they can't really get to as easily, correct? If you're love joy peace righteousness helping and those kind of things like they really can't get you you don't need to fear them in in a sense right yeah oh that's why i uh thoran and myself we are on a crusade to tell everyone raise your frequency raise your frequency because you become invisible to many dark entities and you be you, you blind them and higher frequencies burns them And they can't come near you. And you become invincible if you raise your frequency. You can't be attacked anymore. It's the it's very, very important, much more important than than you think it is. It's not a new age, you know, yeah. thing. It's 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 crucial. Do it. Yeah. it by every way you can. 
Uh, I teach ways. I have plenty of meditation and free videos on my channel, but others also teach uh, so many ways. The, the key is to refuse fear, go within, connect with who you are, and just once you do that, you have raised your frequency. That's it. Because the being that inhabits this body so is of a higher frequency anyway. So if you connect with this being inside and you attune with it and you are it, you are of in a higher frequency already. That's just that. And there are so many ways to, to reach that. Peace, joy, happy thoughts. They hate that. And love. Love yourself. Love yourself. That is so important. Love every cell of yourself. Soul, cells, past, uh, everything. And you're invincible. If you can laugh of yourself, nobody can hurt you. That's yeah. huge. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what about orbs? I got a friend of mine here in chat who takes pictures of orbs and can uh, almost command them to show up on video. He now and they just come in on video. Wow! Uh, is that do you, have you had any encounters with that? Like a lot of people say that there was angelic or maybe even fairy type beings or. You, it could be alien entities. Have you had any encounters with that? Plenty, plenty. Um, there are different uh, aspects of orbs. Um, they are, you know, we have a different perceptions when we stand from a, a realm with a different density. For instance, um, I stand in third density. There's a being from fourth density that is going to come in front of me. This being looks like a, is a human being, okay, but vibrating in a higher frequency. So I can't see him. I can't see him, but I can see an orb, which is what I what 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 I can get. It's I don't know how it works, but some many many times orbs are. Uh, what you can get, the perception of something that is in a higher density. Always in a higher density because it's light. It's light. It's something of a higher density. Cannot be demons, cannot be dark things with orbs at all. So it can be a lot of beings from the fourth density, which is the realm, realm of the fairies and the elementals. Fairies, elves, but all of light. The high frequency ones. And you will see them like this. If you really connect with the orbs and you can maybe see them shapes, different shapes, but that's, that's more skilled, but you can do it. Just trust and play with them. They're most of the time fairies and elementals. I live in Ireland. There's yeah. plenty here, plenty <laughs> here, plenty here. Oh my Lep God, even the, the, the cat you used to... Yes, <laughs> oh, they move things in the house. It's very funny. Um, then uh, aliens can do that, but then it will be probes, uh, like a remote quantum camera that they would send, mm -hmm. like plasma orb, and that that's things they do as well. Uh, that's different. That's technology, but that's a different. But most of the time. It's elementals. And uh, this person is great with the, the, the mind communicating with them. That's mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good, good brother. Shout out to uh, Nico Morales in, in the chat, brother. Thank you for coming in. 
Um, Gothic Mystic, do we have any any questions in the chat? Or is anybody asking any questions that, that are relevant to the conversation? Um, we do have a few here. One is, uh, is from uh, Adam Sorcy Bay. Uh, since she was a druid in, in the past, she, his, her, his question is, can she talk about what she learned what she learned whenever she was there and how it helped her. The Druidry, um, what was some of the most important things that helped you and that you still mm -hmm. practice to this day? Oh, yes. Uh, druidry was such a good choice of path. Um, I, I have been a Druid as well in, in previous life. And in in this field we always say you do not become a druid you just remember you were one and you reconnect it's all people studying druidry and feeling super drawn to it it's because they were druids already in a previous life and you and knowledge remember you're given keys and it just reopens stuff what druidry brought me um except from remembering my life as the druid it taught me a lot about magic, about uh, a lot of things, uh, healing, plants, astrology, everything. But what it, okay, it taught me how to be a druid, druid took a few years, but it wasn't all, it wasn't the purpose. It, the, I think the, the, the life purpose of studying druidry and becoming a druid was that it um, re it connected me to my own magic. I always had that in Egypt before, but really did the, the work of preparing the ground for my great awakening. It prepared the ground. Because when the awakening happened afterwards, um, I was ready. It just happened two months after I qualified um, as a druid, I received my, my, you have guys certificate something and, you know, an initiation and stuff like that. And it's very cool. And uh, two months later, boom, switch off, dark night of the soul. Boom. That was just, that, that was amazing. It prepared me uh, by healing all my traumas, healing all my wounds healing the inner child and preparing me. And I was ready for the dark night of the soul. And I went through it to the other side. Yeah, so that's what it really did to me. That's a beautiful. I want to ask you about that since you bring it up, the dark night of the soul. Is that uh -huh. a form of initiation as well? Yes. Seems to be. You, it's like in shamanism. I found so many correlation with shamanism. Um, during my shamanic study in that's part in the droid study where you're going to go through two or three years through that you need to die instead of uh, activating yourself so i knew the process i recognized it mm. uh, i needed to experience death to uh, activate my abilities i did that at the shamanic level during my studies but then when the dark night of the soul happened, it was like switch off. It was like instant. It was like suddenly I lay down on the bed and couldn't move. That was it. And it lasts six months. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Um, to 
to what you wear and everything you wear, you believed in, everything just collapsed. It's reset. It's a reset. And you need to let it go. Do not fight it. It's scary. It's scary. But when that happens, happens, you first you think, oh gosh, I have a burnout. It's terrifying. It's not a burnout. Gosh, I'm depressed. Then it lasts month. And you go, oh, I'm doing, I have depression. No, you're happy. You don't want to kill yourself. You have happy thoughts. It's not a depression. So what it is, and you just let it go and answers come, answers come. And suddenly, and as you let go, suddenly knowledge and power come. And wow, wow, wow. And just trust the process when that happens. Just let letting go the old system, the more, the more you... Hold on to it the longest it will be, and it will be painful. So it's very scary. Yeah. Dark night of the soul. It's scary. It has to be. It needs to be scary. And and sometimes you can go through more than one because you feel like, yes, I've been through it, and that was 10 years ago, but now there's something else, you know, kind of thing, right? Yeah, I've been twice. Uh, you, you have, you can have levels. Absolutely, you can go by levels. Uh, I had one when I um, just uh, activated my shamanic abilities. I could to to be able to journey in, in uh, interdimensionally, then dimensionally. You know, uh, I need to to go through the same process. It was, uh, yeah, disconcerting. You just lose ground, and you need to. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I've been twice through it, um, and you may go three, four times, maybe. You know, we, not only not only once. It's possible, of course. And it, it's usually worth it, though, right? Like again, just going back to the initiation, you're being prepared. You're shedding skin. Yeah. You're dying to yourself. You're being born again. All of that that yes. kind of happens in that process, right? Yes, this is it being born again, uh, instead of being reborn, you need to die first. In, uh, I, uh, sorry, in order to be reborn again, you need to die first. Uh, be born to who you are. It's like you were sleeping until now. You need to be activated. All, you know, when you undergo the dark night of the soul, you realize that all your life until now, until then, until this precise moment, with all the traumas, all the, the struggles, everything that has happened was just the preparation for this moment. It was just the preparation. And that, when you understand that, you make peace with everything. You go, oh gosh, that all fall into places. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, we do have a question here. I see. I'm going to translate this over. Um, someone wants to know, what do you feel about uh, plant medicines, especially uh, psilocybin mushrooms, if you will, for journey, for initiation or for contact? Uh, I think these uh, there are plants that are used by shamans since the down of ages uh they're very good i've used myself as well uh in my training and uh now 
well, I, I don't need plants because I've reached a level, thanks to my dark night of the soul and all the thing, that I can just uh, travel interdimensionally or interdensity just by the power of the consciousness. But um, plants help a lot. And they because they break the barriers of the monkey mind, you know, uh, they, they just break the barriers and you just it allows you to, to free freely fly. But the thing is, uh, it's like CE5. Do it right. Do it in a protected ritual. Uh, if you're new to it, have people who hold the space, someone who doesn't take anything and knows magic, who knows protection and who's there to hold the space and able to bring you back and chase entities because once once you 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 take these substances you break your monkey mind barriers but you break your protections as well you need to have extra protection magical protections around and uh i'll do that with a shaman because you become vulnerable to any attacks and one one you go in astral somewhere uh your body is empty and any entity can come in and take it and you never back to walk in you know so yeah plants are great but like c5 do it right and safe yeah for sure set and setting <laughs> is everything with anything that you do with having a glass of wine listen set and setting you know anything that you do for sure I've had I've had I've had beautiful experiences on on both and uh, with CE five and with plant medicine and and with a glass yeah. of wine with my wife you know so for sure for sure absolutely um, Elena and I know it's late where you are thank you so much for hanging out it's with fine, me it's fine it's fine you're good do you <laughs> no. we can we you want to keep going do you, you let me know I'm yeah open for whatever I'm fine I'm fine I'm awesome. fine I'm fine awesome. it's great great no great problem. I know it is two in the morning where you are. Um, so yeah, thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, Joshua, do we have any more comments that, that you've picked up on that people want to ask? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gothic Mystery. Yep, we have a few that are still coming in. Um, one is from Minerva, and we have another, uh, another, another one from Bob. Uh, Minerva was asking, not quite on topic, but it's fairly close. How do you start connecting with your guides? Um, go, you need to go within yourself and really to connect with your guide. If you haven't connect with them yet, you need to protect yourself first. So you draw, uh, the, the, the simplest protection is to draw a ball of light, a sphere of light around you, visualize it and making very strong and very bright and really put the intention that only positive and good things and higher frequency can reach it. Once you're protecting your bubble, you go within, you find peace and you go within and you 
put your awareness to higher realms of consciousness and you request connection to your guides. My guides speak to me, my guides of the light, give me a sign, a request for a sign for anything you can give me, uh, manifest your attention. And um, you may have nothing, you may have just a feeling. They start to communicate by feeling, by emotions that are not yours. Suddenly we'll, you will see a big burst of love and joy and you will feel you want to laugh. <laughs> and that comes from above. Oh my God, that, that's a contact. And then on emotion, visions come later and voices and etc. Um, that's what I recommend, but with protections and always from within connect yeah. within be within yourself amen thank you for sharing that um my story i started out a lot of this with the lower level low-hanging fruit of uh yeah. darker witchcraft any spirit that wants mm. to say hello i'm open mm. and i uh i ended up on pretty much going schizophrenic as a teenager and so I ran, I barely made it out. They were playing tricks with my mind, pulling me into trances, pulling me into portals. I barely, I, I barely made it out. And so years removed, I was, even though I stayed away, I don't want nothing to do with anything. Incense, sage, nothing. And then eventually everything was able to come full circle once I did my own inner work and was able to kind of return to some of the uh, spiritual practices, if you will, nothing, nothing dark, nothing lower level, but of a high vibrational frequency and uh, everything came full circle. So there is a contrast in this realm, the light and the dark as above, yeah. so below, negative and positive. And it works the same way with entities and, and you would say aliens as well, right? Yes. Yes, you have aliens of lower densities or lower frequencies and higher frequency ones. So uh, when you request contact with either aliens or either spirits, just tap in higher frequency by first elevating yourself and protection. Uh, if you go on my YouTube channel, in the featured video, I have five free videos of uh, magical protections, different ways. Uh, check them out. Check them out. It's, it, can, it can save lives. Uh, awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, Joshua, do we have another? You said there was a second one there? Uh, yes, uh, from Bob Jensen. He's asking her if she can see people's auras and what you can tell from them. Yes, I, I can. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, when, uh, when I am um, when I'm in a lower frequency, like uh, sad or tired, I don't see it but when i'm good i feel good and suddenly i see them that means that when you you need to raise your frequency to start to see and if you raise your frequency you will all start to see the aura around people and the colors so you start to see them grayish and it's like ghosts you always start to see them grayish white and then as you practice then you see colors coming with practice um, you see with the, the pineal gland, the third eye here. That's why you see from here. Um, I can give you a quick, quick tip to uh, start to try to see auras, to train yourself. Be in the twilight penumbra in your room and you have a mirror and um, 
you look at yourself in a mirror or just at your, at your eyes, at your hand, um, far from your body, and you are going to cross your, your eyes or vision, not totally, but to a point where you feel it, it really joins here, like here. That, and you're going to see then you connect to focus with your third vision, third eye vision. And then it will be bl a bit blurry, but then you will see. You will see, start to see a haze, gray haze around you or your, your fingers. And if you do that often, you start to see colors. And then one day you, you won't need to cross your vision. You will see naturally. Put the intention to see the aura. Raise the frequency and it suddenly you see it. It's beautiful, beautiful, the colors. So everyone can do it. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Another question here, David, Mur David Murphy asks if it's possible. He would like to know how would you explain love? What does love mean to you? Oh, love, it's an energy, it's a frequency, and it's the most powerful thing in this universe. Um, of course, there is the free, the, 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 the energy from the void, the universal energy, but that's a power. Love, how would I define it? A frequency? A frequency. Something that binds everything together. Something that creates life something that will draw polarities together to create something alchemical which is life love is the best protection and the best gift you can offer it's everything it's the way to go we 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 humanity cannot go forth without going in love and with love and first love yourself is that when i said that earlier on it's a big key to connect with your own power because it's so powerful yeah it's good and there's some other other comments here someone says compassion it's unconditional yeah. and people are giving yeah. their their uh i guess the first thing that comes to mind when they think of love so oh yeah 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 it's a, it is a, it is a power, a creative force, you know, again, I think you, you explained it re really well. And, um, <laughs> yeah, Come from here, from the heart chakra, it comes from here and you just radiate it. It's like, <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you for the super chat Minerva. Um, I see he says, thank you. Um, now in your book, you mentioned in the name of the book, I want to go ahead and plug that for everybody listening, is A Gift from the Stars and by Elena Danan. And you can get that on Amazon <laughs> and all of her other books as well. And uh, what's the, the subtitle there is what I was wanting to ask you about. The Tide of Alien Races. Yeah. Um, so this book, it has my drawings in it. So... Um, Oh my my drawing my my abduction story I draw um and all then there is a, a guide of all the alien races involved with earth with the ships uh, and everything uh this this guide um there's also the the map map uh, star map that I put in it as well so um you have it some of the older civilizations 
this book, so I started to want to write my abduction story. Uh, because after my, my awakening, I all I embraced my past and I all the alien stuff came back and uh, I had a hypnosis session. And then after that, I decided to write a book to tell my story to the world. And uh, that could have been it. But suddenly my uh, protectors decided to offer me a gift and the gift from the stars. That's what's in it. It's... Um, data given by Thorhan to me by telepathy uh, of um, 110 races involved with earth so uh, that's a guide of alien races in it it helps a lot of people apparently especially um, in all the QAHT practitioners or uh, people in the UFO community they can then identify which races are abducting people or even who their star families are, you know. Oh, my God, that's this race. And I'm totally impressed how this book is helping people. It's like, wow. Just wow. It's fantastic. Yes, I've yeah. uh, checked it out on, on Amazon as well. And uh, so many great reviews. Oh, I know it's almost 800 on, on one that I saw. And, uh, and I read the comments on your channel and, wow. and, and everybody, and even the comments here, I think a lot of your, your listeners are here in, in our chat today, just saying how much they love your work and, and how much they love that book as oh. well. So thank you guys oh. for, for hanging out with us too. Um, I love crew. <laughs> uh, two, two of my friends that I see you, you do some stuff with, um, um, Laura Eisenhower, you, oh, you yeah. worked with her, had her on your show yeah. and, um, also, yeah. Dr. Charnel. Oh, yeah. Well. She's and uh, she yeah. was in chat a while ago. And I, I want to say thank you to uh, to Craig, who who hooked us up together, Craig uh, Walker. So uh, I had him on, on my podcast the other day sharing his story. So thank you, Craig, for hooking us up together. Thanks. This was a great, great uh, talk. So, uh, Elena, I love all of the work that you're doing. I'm listening to your episodes you. and, and love the, uh, the the fact that you, you showcase other people's stories and other people's work and stuff as well. That means a lot, too. We, we It's time we need to work together now. And I, 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 I love connecting people together because, uh, you know, divide and conquer is the, 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 the agenda of the enemy. Yes. And, uh, you know, the enemy is not from this world. The enemy is not our brothers and sisters. It's, it's not that the enemy is somewhere else. So while they occupy ourselves, fight against each other, they laugh, you know. So we need to all work together because we all, each of us have a piece of the puzzle so um yeah i do my best to uh, bring people and uh, share their stories and uh as i say we are the disclosure that's us not yes. the government yeah so we need to, to tell i yeah. feel the same way thank you so much for coming on and yeah. anytime that you want want to come back on you you have a, a seat here thank you so much for hanging out uh, with me elena uh, it means uh, the thank world. you where would you like thank to you. send to send people <laughs> Website, YouTube, yeah. where's a good place for people to, to link in? Uh, uh, they, can, they can subscribe to my YouTube channel. I put plenty of free uh, meditation videos, uh, tutorials, and stuff like that. Very, very useful. All my Q&As, I do Q&As every Tuesdays. You can ask questions. Um, plenty of goodies on this. Uh, my YouTube channel, so my name. And uh, I have a website, uh, elenadanan.org. 
and uh, you have everything on it uh, services uh, books and everything so that's why you can find it awesome awesome and so yeah guys make sure you guys subscribe to our youtube channel follow her work and um i'm sure i'll see you guys in the chat as well thank you so much for hanging out with me elena have a good one my friend thank you very much good night thank you <laughs> all right elena denon ladies and gentlemen um hope you enjoyed it there was a, a lot of people in the chat early on that was really excited to see this conversation to see this talk and, and her story amazing i you know i will say at the beginning it was like she was like now is not the time for contact do not try to make contact but then we, we start talking about the ce5 and because i was like uh oh maybe she's against it but she's like no ce5 is awesome definitely because there's a standard, if you will, with the uh, with the CE5. There's there's protocol, right? There's do's and don'ts. There is uh, love and light, right? There's there's a lot of stuff that comes along with it than just, you know, hey, whatever's out there, come by and say hello, right? There's, let's be specific. Um, let's bring something in that actually has our best interest and intentions in mind. So uh, it's beautiful to hear her story of contact and, and how she's, uh, embraced and embodied her truth and moving forward with it and uh, encouraging others to do the same. Again, she she goes live on, on her channel and uh, there's a lot of really cool stories, a lot of really cool interviews on there as well. Um, shout out to everybody holding us down in the chat. The phone lines are still open. If anybody has any questions for myself or comments or if you have any UFO stories that you want to share on air, uh, feel free to give us a call. The number is 515 605-9776, 515-605-9776. Give us a call. Share your stories, man. Uh, contact, questions, all that good stuff, man. This is uh, make ourselves available and just hanging out with the community. Um, man, I want to be, be here for you all. Um, Nico says, so right about the mechanics of summoning. What's uh, best in interest? Yes. Uh, in, intention, intention, man. That's how you do it. Look at you. Thank you for the the super chat again, Jay Phoenix. Thank you. I seen the one that you gave at the beginning as well, and, and the comment. Thank you so much. That means the world as well. Um, Johan uh, says, "Love the props. They're cool new designs." Hey, if you like this, man, there's a lot more where this came from. I'm working on some pretty cool. I'm working with an animator right now, so we've got a couple animations and stuff where. There's cartoons and little animations of me chilling with uh, the homies, uh, the uh, um, aliens and the Sasquatch and at the fire. It's gonna be cool. I got a couple animations that uh, we're gonna we're gonna work into here when we go into commercials and stuff like that. I'm gonna play these animations. So excited to get that out there because they're really cool. I love coming up with uh, these ideas and drawing like rough sketches and then sending them off to the animators and working with them and stuff. So that's been fun and really taking the creativity to the next level. So uh, within a week or so, you'll probably start seeing a lot of that stuff rolling in on the live stream. You'll be able to hear it on the audio apps, um, but you won't be able to see it. Obviously, you have to watch us on YouTube to actually see it and be a part of the live streams. Um, you know, as far as, you know, I, I really love the aesthetic, obviously, the nice camera and the backdrop and the lighting and all that, the cool stuff that we have on, on YouTube and, and hosting these live. But 
I understand that, you know, our biggest audience is on the podcasting apps right now. Uh, People listening on on Apple, Apple Podcasts and people listening on Google, iHeartRadio. And right now, which is interesting, uh, Spotify podcasts are like neck and neck with with uh, iTunes, which has been like uh, the other way around. So Spotify podcasts are are really taking off. So shout out to all the new listeners, because we have several new podcasts that are out there. The, the UFO and Alien podcast, the Truth Seeker podcast, and all that good stuff. So shout out to all the new people that have been tuning in on those apps. And if you want to look at the aesthetic and be a part of the live stream, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel to be able to hang out on these streams as well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you. Uh, uh, Genesis Boyd says, video game controller gives a thumb up and says, GG. For sure, for sure. GG, man, it was a good game. Uh, GLHF, good luck, have fun. For sure, for sure. What are your thoughts on hermeticism, Derek? Um, not an expert, I can say that. What I do know of hermeticism um, would probably boil down to the hermetic uh, principles, the seven hermetic principles, uh, universal law, if you will. Um, and I love those, for sure. So, uh, but as far as, you know, a lot of other things, I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, uh, an expert by any means, but I do resonate with the seven hermetic principles. Again, thank you, Genesis Boyd for the dollar super chat. And it says a rainbow for sure. Um, the seven hermetic principles, but even, you know, we, we look at those as universal law, but even there, there's more. There's more uh, universal principles when it comes to uh, universal law. And uh, so there's even more that I didn't know that I think I, until I was doing my study to get my course together, I understood that um, there's more than, than just the seven. There's another 10. And um, I don't know if that they are. Um, I don't know which came first, you know, the chicken or the egg, you know, um, hermeticism or because a lot of that stuff for me as a, a biblical scholar is like I read that and I say okay that's that's this scripture okay that's this one okay vibration that's this one everything is alive everything's moving so it all complements one another I'll say that and that's the that's the syncretism on how all of this stuff just kind of fits perfectly together and so obviously they're universal laws for a reason because they're laws that govern the universe. So yeah, they would be in every ancient text. Yeah, they would be in anything new that's coming out. There's nothing new under the sun. So it's all speaking these ancient principles. And so I've done different talks of, of just going through the seven hermetic principles, but I will definitely uh, you know, let people know that if you know we, these buzzwords of things that you've never heard and never Googled and looked up, type that in, seven hermetic principles and um, and then the other universal, 10 universal laws as well. You've got um, the law of, um, it's pretty much the law of sowing and reaping. But what is it? It kind of escapes my mind right now. Um, 
the law of there's a couple of them, but it's pretty much law of sowing and reaping that you, whatever you put in, whatever you do, you get back. It's karmic laws, right? There's a derivative of that. So, um, yeah, checking all of that stuff out. Thanks for hanging out with us in the chat. Uh, Gothic, you got anything you want to add, man? Do you have any questions or comments uh, yourself? No, I do not. It was, uh, I enjoyed it. It was definitely interesting and to answer some of my own questions that I had. So it was, it was intriguing. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I didn't, I did notice a lot of the questions that were coming through and, um, people were wanting to know about, you know, plant medicines and, and things like that and, and contacting and stuff. And so I would say, you know, that there's different beings, there are different entities that, that are, that are there and, uh, and, and, a lot of them are, are on different fr frequencies and densities and you get access to them by different ways. Some of them, yeah, you have to um, partake of psilocybin to jump on that plane of existence energetically. Other, others, you have to meditate. Others, you have to um, stargaze, you know, and ask for, for contact there. So there's a lot of different uh, realms of uh, experience when you were talking about dimensions and the beings that vibrate on those realms and, and how do we see them. Many times they the, the, the realms bleed together, whether it's four, fourth dimension or fifth dimension, and we can see them. Ghosts and apparitions and um, synchronicities, UFOs, some of them have the ability and the energy to, to pop out and, and pop into our realm and, and manifest. So um, to to think that it was just as easy as saying all of this is the same is definitely not the case. There's there's so much going on and so many different ways that we interact with with angels or aliens or demons or whatever it is that uh, one is is a uh, name that you're putting on these things. Right. And even those are just names the, the you know, they wouldn't call themselves that that they don't. Casper doesn't show up and say, hey, I'm a ghost. I'm a friendly ghost, right? <laughs> like uh, alien doesn't greet themselves, uh, greet you and, and introduce themselves as an alien, right? Um, so it's up to you. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, mud we muddy the water with a lot of terms and with a lot of phrases and, and, and with a lot of absolutes, I would say. So being open um, to learn and being open to uh, for the experience um, changes uh, changes a lot of things. It uh, it changes the game once you have that encounter for yourself, and then no one can take it away. And uh, you know, we get. I was just talking the other day, where like getting messages all the time of people saying, "Hey, I woke up in the middle of the night, and there was a being in my room." True seeker, what was it? I don't know. You have to ask. You have to come upon your own free will. In the middle of the night, say, hey, I know you're in this room. What are you? I know you're here. And then, hey, come whatever may. <laughs> it's up to you. You got to do your own work. So, yeah, I can, obviously, I'm well studied and I can give you many different variants. I can tell you what it could be, what it probably isn't, um, how to connect, you know, all of those things. Um, so... But it's up to you. I, you know, nobody can say exactly what something is. It's up for you to, to have the experience and be careful. You know, um, throwing your pearls before swine. 
I don't think that you would do that with me. Like, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I would never, you know, combat you or, or trample your pearls under my feet, but some people will, you know, and we've, most of us have experienced that from the religious perspective, you know, something that was really near and dear to your heart that you said, Hey, I had this experience and this encounter. And then someone says, Nope, that wasn't what you experienced. That was a demon. I was like, ah, is what? Yes, it was a demon. There are, there is no space. Flat earth is the only way, you know, it's like, ah, you know, and so trying to take your experiences from you and, and trample them under your feet. So be careful with that. Um, just, you know, looking for validation, especially the the young seekers out there, the, the ones who are early on this so-called awakening, because we're trying to just roll ideas off of each other. We're trying to make sense of this stuff. And so in the midst of that, you are you will share your um, experience with maybe somebody you felt the camaraderie with until they trample them under their feet. Like I said, I mean, it goes, I, I spoke about it in my book where, you know, Joseph and his brothers, Joseph had a dream and a vision and he told his brothers and it was, and it was premature. Should have kept it to himself. He would have saved himself a lot of heartache. His brothers literally tried to kill him because in his vision, he was exalted to a place of power above his brothers. And, um, and they robbed him and, and beat him, stole his coat of many colors and left them for dead. God has a beautiful way. Uh, the creator has a beautiful way of working everything out for our good and what the enemy meant for harm and destruction, using it for, for our good. And we see that in the story of Joseph, even though he did share that vision and it did end up that way. It, everything came into fruition. It didn't change the vision. It didn't change God's mind. God was faithful and just to see it through. And he did the things that he said that he was going to do. And so Joseph and Daniel and many other people and you as well, your dreams and your visions and the things that are whispered to you in the night, in your heart of hearts and the things that you believe and the things that you're praying for, hoping for, believing for, um, you know, they're special. Guard your heart. Um, be careful for just sharing them with, with everybody because, you know, um, you become the laughing stock. You become a lot of different things, but that could very well be a part of your, what Elena said, dark night of the soul. Part of that dark night of the soul turns into abandonment. It turns into, I was open about my ET experience and now I have no friends. You know, maybe I should have kept it to myself. Maybe I am deceived. Maybe this, maybe that. And you start questioning yourself and it will perpetuate and spin you into a dark night of the soul. So be careful. Find those people around you who uh, won't judge you. They'll allow you to be yourself. You don't have to act like you're somebody else around them. You don't have to act like you don't believe certain things. But find people who appreciate you for who you are. Uh, and not just what you can offer them. And so those are the people who you can pretty much say anything. And they're like, hey, you know, I don't, I may not have the answer, but listen, it's your story and I'm, I'm your friend regardless and I'll, I'll be with you. And I will tell you that developing your relationship with your higher power and your relationship with Christ, that is definitely one that would never leave you and never forsake you, no matter what you did, no matter what you believe, no matter how weird you are. You know, uh, he is one that stays closer than a brother. 
and uh, that right there, you know, though family and friends forsake you, he, he will never forsake you. Um, there's nothing you can do, nowhere that you can go, no height, no, no depth, no alien, no demon, no angel, no pastor, no brother, no sister, no friend, no nothing that can separate you from that love. And uh, definitely connect with that. How do you do it? I would say exactly like Elena said, go within. The kingdom of heaven is within you. And so you go within to commune. You go within to pray. Uh, the Bible in Matthew 6 and 7, 5, 6, 7, are beautiful chapters, but talks about how to pray. So when you pray, go into your, your, your prayer closet, go into your room, seclude yourself, shut the door behind you, pray to the Father in secret. And the Father who knows all things and knows in secret will reward you openly. Make your enemies your footstool. That's a promise. That's a universal law. I will make your enemies your footstool is what the scripture says. What does that look like? It looks like, again, that story of Joseph. His brothers were his enemy. Like literally, they, they were trying to kill him. His enemies became his servants. His enemies became his footstool. They, 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 he saved them and they eventually worked in the, in the, in the, uh, the, the temple, in the kingdom. And the people that persecute you, the people who ridicule you, the people who don't understand you, who lash out, the tables turn. Everything comes full circle. They don't know what you're going through. They don't know what you've been through. They, they wasn't there when you was experiencing that stuff. And you were being prepared. You were being conditioned by a higher power. The creator, God. But what... God uses all things, angels, aliens, yes, spirits, ghosts, yes, elements, fairies, yes, winds and waves, yes, dark nights, yes, everything is working together for your good. So you got to be able to keep the hope, the earnest expectation, um, and cultivate it. Knowing that when that, that fire comes, man, you're being purified as fine gold because there's greatness inside of you. You got to turn the heat up. Something's got to bring it out. The only thing that brings it out is usually the dark night. And let's pray that that dark night is short, <laughs> that it doesn't take six years, that it doesn't take six months, that it just takes six minutes, <laughs> that you come to an understanding within yourself that, okay, I got it. I got the lesson. I've learned it. That scared me. I'm never going to do that again. I've learned. But um, no matter how long it takes, know that, that you're loved and, 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 and you're going to be seen through that. You know. So I want to encourage you all with that. Again, let your freak flag fly. Whatever is within you, whatever you're feeling led to, whatever you're feeling called to, I would say it's for a reason. You can't pray it away. You can't rebuke it away. It's going to keep coming because you're being called as deep calls out unto deep. You can't pray a calling away. And, and there's more. These experiences, you know, mushroom journeys, some of you guys, you can't pray it away. When it How do you know that you should do it? It calls you. It calls you. Well, I rebuke it because I, my church said it was wrong. 
keep rebuking because you got to do it every day. <laughs> you got to keep rebuking. It just don't go away because God is the one who's orchestrating that in your life. It's like you're laying down and you're hearing that voice calling you and it calls you through many different means. It calls you to stargaze. It calls you to um, your um, ancient lineage to remember the spirituality of your forefathers that are, that's forgotten. That's even been marketed by, by big corporations here and, and, and turned into uh, something else you know, to beckon and to ask and, and, to, and to stand for what they stood for, not to let it die, but to be that voice. You know, it calls you there. And uh, just like Samuel, the servant who was asleep and he just, he was being awakened out of his slumber. Come on, there's analogies here, but there's also a very literal story of someone sleeping and he keeps hearing something call his voice in the other room. Samuel's asleep, and something says, Samuel, Samuel, wakes up. What the? What was that? It was so real that he goes to the next room and talks to Eli. Eli, did you call me? Don't wake me up. I'm, I was fast asleep. I did not call you. Go back to bed. Samuel goes into the other room, goes back to sleep. About, he's about to fall asleep, and he hears that voice. Samuel, Samuel. Wakes up, he goes back and thinks it's Eli again. Are you calling me? I hear a voice speaking my name. It's not me. Search the house, make sure nobody's in here. And then you go back to bed. But this time, Eli says, hey, before you fall asleep, when you hear that noise again, so hear you something call your name. This time, just try and say, okay, Lord, speak to me. I'm listening. Who are you? Who's calling my name? And the third time it happened, he's going back to sleep. Samuel, Samuel. Yes, Lord, I'm here. What is it? Boom, encounter happens. How many of you have had that experience? You're falling asleep, you're in REM sleep, and you're going in, moving through the waves, and you hear somebody call your name. You hear somebody knock on your window. You know, in, in the midst of that, do you go back to sleep? How many times do you wake up at 3.33 in the morning, the witching hour, where the veil is at its thinnest between the two realms? Do you wake up fully awake, 3 in the morning? That is a sign that, that something is trying to get, get your attention. That God orchestrates it all. No harm shall come nigh thy, thy dwelling. Whatever is supposed to happen, happens. Don't be scared. But... Wake up and ask, who is it? What's trying to get my attention? Yeah, yeah. call into the podcast. We'll talk about it. I'll, I'll give you a couple of different scenarios, what it, what it might be, what it could be. Um, but to say that I know for a fact, no, you have, to, you have to ask for yourself. You have to come upon your own volition, upon your own free will. Um, again, don't get scared. This is it. Don't get scared now. This is it. Rubber meets the road. Ask it to show itself. And then what happens? Then what happens? 
What's next is communication, intuitive telepathy, and raised vibrations. Listen, I've been writing about this stuff in my music for years. For years. And uh, it's my experience. It's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, Tiger King, what up, man? Says, uh, I was born at 3 a.m. I quite like that. Heck yeah. Your creators are calling you, man. Creator, creators. Whatever your theolo- whatever fits your theology, you can change that word. God is calling you. The spirits are calling you. My ancestors are calling you. You know what I'm saying? So listen, it is one voice that speaks in many ways. Uh, Chris Head says, what do you think of Q? I've never researched it. I've never looked into whatever prophecies or whatever they said was happening. But I have, you know, looked into what a lot of the followers were saying and and doing and and acting. And so, um, you know, just it's conspiracy theories for, for right wing Republicans. You know, that's what it seems like. That's my relationship with it, with friends and people who are into that kind of stuff. But yeah, a lot of the things that I did here that were going to happen never happened. You know, get ready. They're turning off the Internet. They're turning off the power for three days, three days, dark out, blackout. Uh, David Wilcox parroting this stuff as well. He's he's co-signing and he's he knows Q. He's good friends with them. You know, just whatever, you know, just keep it moving. Uh, Johan says a rise and shine. That's it. Hey, Karen. Karen says so glad to catch this live. Thanks for being here, my friend. Um any any input, Flumen, with with your story? How does that does that relate to you? This whole owning up to uh, to your vision and not throwing your pearls before swine. Like, do you have a do you have a story of that of uh, trying to find validation in, in others that didn't really see it the way you saw it or or told you to be careful or something like that? Because a lot of times, being a visionary, you're ahead of the curve. You're ahead of the game. And you're seeing things mm-hmm. before they happen, you know? Yeah, I've kind of learned a lot when it comes to being very careful with what I say when, and when it, when I say it. Especially whenever I'm kind of aware that there are people listening that may not be quite where <laughs> I am and that that yeah. it's not meant to be like an kind of like a prideful thing, but like, you know, but a uh, pastors, you know, pastors or even yeah. just people in the church in general yeah. who have a knowledge, but they can't, they have to be careful what they say. So yeah. I've kind of dealt with that a little bit here and there. And, and even, even with, uh, with me studying demonology and, and, and the darker aspects of things, whenever I first started doing it, you know, people are like, oh, make sure you just keep it in the Bible, no, not, not, nothing else. And I, you know, I had to take uh, take that step of faith uh, with the Lord. It's like, all right, Lord, I feel a pull to buy this book buy, or buy this other book. And whenever I did, you know, it was almost instant confirmation. Yeah. And so me and you, know, like me and you talked on a couple of things that I'm still struggling with and I don't know what to do. So it's like, it's, it's a catch 22. 
especially knowing that I'm supposed to be kind of breaking the religion off the church or act, you know, working on it with the Lord. And there are things that I feel the pull to that I'm not sure how I'm going to do it because I can't, it's like that catch 22. It's like you either do it and some of the people who you're called to walk away or you don't do it and you may be going against what the Lord wants you to do. <laughs> you know, they say sometimes uh, it's better to ask for uh, forgiveness than it is permission. I wouldn't say that from yeah. the Lord. Yeah. I would say that for <laughs> others who aren't going to agree with what you're exactly your truth, you know, and what, what, what you believe and it's not up to them. Yeah. They're not the author and finisher of your faith. They got to take it up with God, right? Exactly. And so it's, you know, it's that struggle with religious spirit. So it's like, okay, do I do this or do I not do this? And I remember Adam, uh, yeah, he said just a few minutes ago, your calling will torment you daily. Yeah. Yeah, was that before? <laughs> yeah. Me too. Um, you have to, you know. I say blood, sweat, and tears are the magic elixir of dreams. If you're creating a witch's potion or a magic potion to uh, to create a dream and bring it into fruition, I say blood, sweat, and tears has to go into it. You You work hard on it. You bleed over it. You cry over it. It, it moves you and cuts you to your core. Blood, sweat, and tears. For sure. And anything worth doing is worth doing right, especially if it's going to have longevity, you know? Yeah. You give it away and see if it comes back. If it comes back, it was meant to be, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Well, thank you guys for hanging out. This episode of the Truth Seeker Podcast with Elena Denon, and uh, I've enjoyed it. I hope you have. I know that um, a lot of you guys have uh, um, requested this, and we ha we do have a lot of similar people in the audience because a lot of you guys already knew who she were she was right when we went went live. So that's cool. Um, Deb says, "What about using night vision goggles? Are you in real time, Deb? Or are you behind? I don't know if you you're wanting to ask the guest or asking me." Because I, I think you know my stance on it. I'm, I'm assuming you you had you were wanting to ask that when she was on. You may be a little behind. I'm assuming, but uh, yeah, I have never been able to uh, get a a hold of a pair of night vision goggles myself. But I would really like to use some. I would really like to use some, um, because you can see a lot more stuff going on out there for sure. So Chris Head says. Good show, brothers and sisters. Yeah, make sure you guys browse the catalog, man. We got a lot of good shows. Like, I've been doing this for, she says I'm behind. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, we've interviewed some really cool people um, on this podcast about these similar subjects, you know, uh, whether it's ufology, whether it's spirituality, it doesn't matter. I've had so many people on Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, Brian Headwelch from Corn, uh, James Gilliland, Jordan Maxwell, Dr. Michael Heiser. I mean, there's a bunch of big names that you would you would uh, recognize. Um, other people you have never heard of, which who stories are just as powerful or just as, as you know, authentic, or they got something 
beautiful to bring to the table. I definitely suggest you going back through the archives and just scrolling. There's four, over 400 episodes. Most of them are with different guests. Every now and then we do repeat episodes, but uh, for the most part, uh, they're with new people. New people get to pick other people's brains and understand that they have um, uh, different pieces of the puzzle to bring to the table. So make sure you guys browse the archives there. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask Gothic to come on and answer this question because I know this is your field with dream interpretation. Um, and I'll read it to you. Rosalind asks, she says, hi, uh, why do I not remember my dreams anymore when they were very vivid, extremely vivid, but not one memory now when I wake up, not remembering her dreams? What would you say, bro? There's two different routes I can go with that. Either she's in the season where she's getting a, a break of having to remember everything. Or there could be an entity that's basically blocking her from remembering. Um, she could either pray and kind of speak into the situation that she'll start remembering everything. Or she could contact me or she could do both. That way we can see if we could figure it out or if she wants to do it on her own, that's, that's fine too. But that's probably, that's, I've actually been thinking about doing it myself because I've been in a season, a fairly long season, mind you, for, uh, for me, that whenever I wake up, it's just a very vague cloud. And I remember having one, but I don't remember what it was. Mm. But I do remember in, in the past years, whenever I did do, deal with that, I would start speaking into it, calling it out vividly. That would remember them vividly. And almost instantly, it would come back. But again, it could be a season or it could be an entity. Yeah. Wow. For sure. And so your, what is your website if somebody wants to, to uh, check out your dream work? Uh, it's thegothicmist.com. And there's a short that, that she can actually go to if she wants to go straight to the uh, dream interpretation. Okay. What's that? A link tree slash gothic mystic i typed it right in there and then the whole one for my for the website itself the gothic mystic.com awesome man thank you for that yeah and i there's nobody that i uh mm -hmm. recommend more than than him when it comes to dreams and dream interpretation that's solely his thing and um you know we, we have different people in our lives when it comes to uh their work and and what they bring to the table to be able to know because mm -hmm. when it comes to the, the scriptures, and this is true, but, you know, Kirby, Kirby Delenero said it best at one of his conferences that, like, the Bible doesn't um, specify in, in anything. It's like an overview. You get an overview of, of people who were engaging God in their dreams. There's not a, you don't have an A through Z uh, reference of dream symbolism. You know, you have to go talk to a prophet who is skilled on, on symbolism in your dreams. You have to talk to somebody who has given their life to studying this, these things when it comes to dreams or when it comes to visions or when it comes to crystals in the Bible and trances in the Bible. Listen, the Bible is full of all that stuff. Angelic contact, leaving your mm -hmm. body, 
But the Bible doesn't tell you like step by step. Step one, relax yourself. Step two, clean the slate between your eyes. Step four, wait on the the light that comes. You know, it doesn't it doesn't say that, but it, it is these people were mystics. These people were were in tune with their their true nature. And uh so you have to kind of go, you gotta deviate outside to uh to study some of that stuff. Obviously, like you said, Gothic. When it comes to demonology, the Bible has a bunch of references and a bunch of really cool stuff, but it doesn't specify. It mentions Beelzebub Mm -hmm. one time as the prince of demons. Your pastor told you Satan was the prince of demons. The Bible says it's a being called Beelzebub. Well, you have to deviate and look into the other manuscripts that talk about this Mm -hmm. entity named Beelzebub and what his roles are and how he gets access to you and how we he, they possess people and how they have other minions under them. Listen, it's those writings are out there. They're ancient writings. And sometimes you do have to deviate. I would say when you deviate, come back. Don't just leave. Like get the study, pick up where you left off. But you but it really helps to uh to talk to people who have given their life over to it. Like it's, there's a different knowledge and information from talking to John MacArthur about Beelzebub and talking to, let's say, I don't know, I'm just going to throw Damien Eccles out there. <laughs> Somebody who's like, you know, really into, you know, magic and those kind of things because those texts are respected. Those ancient texts that are forgotten by the church realm are embraced by the mystics. And so crystals, energy healing, speaking in tongues, I mean, so much so. Everybody has something beautiful that they bring to the table. And many pastors, many ministers, many Christians, many people are just pretty pretty well-rounded. A little bit here, a little bit there. I know some of this. I know some of that. I'm no expert in any of this. I know a lot of stuff. I know a little bit about a lot of things. But listen, talk to this guy. Talk to that. That actually goes right with the kingdom of heaven, though. Mm-hmm. How there's like, whenever you look at a large corporation, you have all these different jobs for almost every single area. And so in the kingdom of heaven, the same thing as above, so below. So you got, you know, all these different things. Some are more focused than generalized, but, you know, we're all living the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So all of us are going to have either a generality or until we get called to a focus got to go to those people and sometimes it's difficult to find those people because of religion or how the church is set up or they try to kind of what's that word i'm looking for they try to keep them away out of the sight Mm -hmm. but that's where Mm -hmm. your relationship with the father comes in do you trust him do you trust what you're hearing that's where that comes in yeah yeah, and I guess the idea again of the body of Christ that everybody is a different has a different function. Everybody carries a different mm-hmm. message, a different passion. You know, and I would say people mentioned Q and that kind of thing like those people who were in that, obviously, you know what I'm talking about, they have a different passion. They have a different zeal for something else that my zeal is in this other area, my expertise or whatever, and I think that there's a way that we are supposed to come together. We are supposed to work together with those passions and with those zeals and uh, with the expertise, if you will. So um, 
it would take a lifetime for any of this stuff. So for one person or to think that they got it all figured out, no way, not at all. Karen Britt says, yeah, and it's not just about the symbols in the dream, but the flow of the dream. Many get caught up in just the symbols only. Also, ask the father to show mm-hmm. you the dream again. Hey, repetitive dreams, right? Hey, that seemed to happen when you're a kid a lot. <laughs> you know, these repetitive dreams. I like, I think it's interesting when I have a dream that I don't remember and I don't remember anything or maybe I do, but then obviously it's real slippery. And if you don't write it down, the moment you wake up, it's gone. So it feels like you don't remember your dream. I like the dreams like that, where I wake up and I don't remember. And then something that day triggers the dream. That is a, that is an interesting deja vu. Because it's something that didn't happen in the physical, but it happened in here. In the ethers and in your mind. So... You'll be going about your day and you pick up a wrench and you're like, wow. And in my dream, I, I was fixing a car with with my dad who who passed away so many years ago. You know, and you didn't remember that until you grabbed a wrench and now you've got a download of of this dream that seems like a memory. Because you don't remember it until something triggers it. And I always share the story. I remember it just something, something small, but it was just... Um, I went to work really early one morning. We used to go clock in at like three in the morning. So I had to get up at, at two and I was at work and we were moving boxes and things like that. And we got the radio up. We're blasting in this warehouse. And then all of a sudden uh, a song comes comes on and it's the, by the band Sublime. And it was one of their popular songs. I don't practice Santeria. And as soon as I hear that, I'm translated back to my dream that I just had that night being at a sublime concert. I didn't remember. It was just a dream. Don't know if it even meant anything. But I know that when I heard that song, all the memories came back. You know, maybe that's how this so-called past life regression works. Maybe that's so, you know, how uh, hypnotic regression and hypnosis works. Is that, you know, something triggers it and brings these memories to the table that you've forgotten about. Like a lot of times we suppress memories on purpose because they're hard, because they were dark. You know, Elena talked about seeing a face of a being that scared her and she drew it and she didn't want to return to the book and almost like tried to suppress it. Like these experiences that happen that, that we try to suppress because in a sense, they give you a form of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Like when I came out of dark, dark witchcraft, I, I had PTSD. I couldn't be around anything spiritual, anything that I thought was demonic, any music that resembled what I used to listen to, any incense, any s- smells. Like I couldn't smell alcohol. If I smelled marijuana, I would begin to panic, you know, I just because I was so sensitive of, of scarcely barely making it out of that demonic confusion with my life and with my mind intact that, you know, I thought that something would trigger it and, and I would, I would be back there, you know, with those spirits and with those entities and stuff. And so I, there was many, several years that, uh, it was very hard. It was a long, hard road out, out of that. Um, and a lot of people are there. Then you forget about stuff and tr- trauma, 
But it's not until you're triggered that you're able to speak to that. Something has to trigger you. For me, that morning in that in that um, song I heard triggered my dream. Oh, yeah. I was at a Sublime concert in my dream. So cool. I love Sublime. Wow. I remember being there and Bradley Noir was there and the new singer with Rome. You know, and all these details are coming back. Something that, yes, I didn't need to remember until I was reminded. Something triggered it. And so with wounds and hurts and things that happen to us in our life and we we bury it, we suppress it to forget about it. There's a difference there because you're not healed from it. You didn't get healed. Suppression isn't healing. Be not deceived. You're not healed. You're just out of sight, out of mind. But when someone or something touches that wound, it's still open because it's not healed. It gets triggered. You get triggered. Fight or flight. Say things that that you thought you'd never say, do things that you thought you'd never do, hyperventilate, break down, freak out. That's why you know triggers are good because it lets you know what area of your life you need healing in. It's good. When people trigger you, situations trigger you, being reminded of something and you're triggered, it's good because now you can face it. Something that you forgot about, you can dive headfirst into and embrace it like a champ. So, you know, heal the healers, speak light, speak life, speak love. And that's the name of the game, guys. If you want to go to the next level, if you want to make contact, you got to get healed. They are going to champion that. That's what they do. They're going to they're gonna call you to new levels, new heights. And there's things that are at those new levels that you can't bring with you. You can't go to this new level with an open wound and bleed on everybody. You can't. You got to get healed. We got to cauterize that wound by what? We talked about the fire, turning up the fire. Fire heals, fighter, uh, fire cauterizes the wound so that you can get healed from your trauma so that you can ascend to the new levels, the next levels. And so spirituality, it, all of this is, is champion champions that, that process. And yes, you know, ETs or angels, whatever you want to call them, same thing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, they champion the great work. Alchemy. Turning it into using everything that was meant to kill you and to take you out, to use it as a stepping stone. Um, Matthew Condi says, who are they? I'm, I just joined, sorry. Um, depends. We're talking about a lot of different days. Um, ETs and angels, I think is the, the topic, you know, ETs, aliens, and, and for me, angels, messengers. So that are for your great, greater good. 
the evolution of the planet, the evolution of humanity. They're assisting and allowing us to to go through this stuff. And they are, I would say, a lot, in many cases, the hands of God on the earth. Everything has a has a function. Every being, every person, every situation, every circumstance in your life works for a certain reason. There is a rhyme to it. Nothing just happens by chance, I would say. Cause and effect. Everything has a reaction. And they work together beautifully. Just like your body, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. As above, so below. As within, so without. Everything has a function. The demons have functions. They got a job to do. And they're needed. It's needed. It's not by chance. It's not by mistake. Once you're able to see that, you know, it takes a while for people to see that. You know, we're in a victim, victimhood. We've been hurt. We've been wronged. We've been abused. And uh, once you step out of that, then I think you're able to, to see. Because you have to step away from the situation. Like you're in it and you got to. Get that bird's eye view and look at it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that there was a freaking, there was an edge to that cliff. All I know is I was walking and somebody tackled me. And I'm upset that you tackled me because my clothes are dirty and I actually hurt my elbow. So you're upset with the person who tackled you, who hurt you but was saving you from the cliff that you couldn't see. Person gets up and walks away, says, thank me later. Thank me later. Your demons in your life, trust me, they're like a little dog, a little animal that has a collar and their name is thank me later. Right now I'm about to bite the piss out of you. Thank me later. It's going to hurt. Thank me later. There's something in it. Something in it for you to learn from. Even if it's like, listen, don't pet those dogs because they're really aggressive. (laughs) Thank me later. But it is up to you to be able to train yourself to see that. How do you do it? You can't. You're not going to probably do it staring the demon in the face. It's usually in the in the the wake of whatever happens. It's in the aftermath. When you're able to rise above those situations and get a bird's eye view, uh, look at your your life and your situation, your scenario through the eyes of God. If you know that, I mean, we talk about psilocybin, we mentioned it, like you're able to look at your life objectively from like, a place of of love and not beat yourself up because God loves you, right? You're able to look at your life 
it's okay. Yeah, you got some things out of place. We're going to help you. Do this, do that. You got to rise above the situation. Um, so with that being said, what's up, Richie Breeze? Shout out to Richie Breeze. Um, if anybody has any uh, problems with their computers and hardwares and stuff like that, and you need some help, hit Richie Breeze up. And if anybody has any problems with energy and connecting with spirit and wants to learn Qigong and yoga, hit Richie Breeze up. Um, he helped me yesterday. It was uh, My computer was like, man, it was freaking out. Had so many huge files on there. I hadn't even I didn't even know where they were. They were hidden. I thought I removed certain games and things that were on there were huge, but they were still there. And so Richie and my computer was acting up. I we had a watchman over here the other night to record one of the final verses for my new album, and we get to sit down to record, and and the programs won't open up because there's no room to run them on the hard drive and I'm deleting anything I can and it's just all this space. So he really helped me. Thank you, Richie. And uh, if you guys need help with any of that kind of stuff, hit him up for sure. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to say peace and shalom guys. Thank y'all for hanging out. Remember uh, to support my work on Patreon. You get access to so much by going to patreon.com backslash truth seeker. All of my new music's there. There's two albums about to drop. One is an album. One is an EP. All of the stuff that's finished, it's already ready there. It's been there for like months. Some of it over a year. You get access to all of that. There's stuff that's out of print. There's not even in circulation anymore. Some pretty cool albums. Uh, you get access there as well. Uh, the Mystic Circle is something that we're doing too. Uh, you can check that out. We're doing webinars and breath work on Sunday mornings and a bunch of other really cool stuff. Shout out to everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me. You guys rock. Um, go to the website, truthseeker.com and check out all the cool stuff we got going on. For those of you who don't know about my music, I do know that we have a lot of new people uh, watching and listening to tonight from uh, uh, Elena's channel. But I do spiritual hip hop that uh, talks about a lot of those subjects that we talked about tonight. So I have songs that are about uh, spirituality and about ET contact and uh, angelic presence in our life and interacting and leaving your body and all of that stuff. So make sure you guys check out my music as well. There's a bunch of really cool songs about that. Uh, specifically, for those of you who don't know, I'll just point out Flight of the Navigator is a really cool place to start. Um, uh, in the Land of Make Believe, uh, the second verse of that song is literally about CE5 contact and how to go out in the field and bring in uh, a UFO ship, if you will. A um, little bit more mindful of that, of the, the angels. And so check that stuff out, truthseeker.com. That's it. I'm gone. Thank y'all for hanging out. Love y'all. We got more shows to come and a huge archives, archive for you guys to go back and browse. Peace and shalom. We'll do it again. Peace, peace. Yo, episode folks to hear more episodes of the truth seeker podcast head over to truthseeker.com and if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards go to our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truth seeker